Haunted Travelers Podcast, your weekly dose of theme park news and entertainment. And now, here to talk all things coasters, theme parks, and even more, here are your hosts, Jack Lathrop and Chris Jones. Hey everybody, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Twisted Travelers Podcast. My name is Jack. I'm sitting here with my friend Chris. How's it going? Going good. Happy to be back. We took the week off last week because Jack was, yeah. you know, being a, a hoe. Apologies. I, I was uh, like exhausted from Idaho and then got sick as a result of that. So y'all wouldn't have wanted to hear from me anyways. Oh, lit. Uh, but enough about us because the most important thing that happened this week, congratulations to our friends, Bryant and Megan. They got married. Good for you. And y'all looked adorable, like adorable. Yeah, y'all know we love you. Congratulations, guys. Uh, we put a thing out on Instagram already, but we got to say it again. So Yeah, and we're, we're both wanted to be there. So we're just going to come crash at your place next summer. We didn't and get invited. Then. So, you know, they didn't We got us. invited. I didn't. They told, they invited us at Carolyn's. Oh, they did? Yes. Dang, that's crazy. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we were exhausted that day, but still. That's probably what it was. Uh, well, man, I should have just showed up then. I was Good. looking at flights. Yes. Like, no, like, not kidding. I was looking at how much it would cost to just fly up there on Sunday morning. It was like, I, I probably would have looked too if I would have uh, But yeah. Well. It was like $1,300. Congrats. It was probably better without me anyway. So good for you guys. <laughs> Patreon. Yeah. Shout out to our patrons. Bryant, Graham, Grant, Jaden, Mark, Allison, and Steven, Eric, and Mikhail. If you guys want to join Patreon, link is in the description. You get all sorts of cool perks, and we just love you a little bit extra. So, thank you to the patrons. Also, Discord, that is also in the description. Uh, that's where we get our questions every single week. And then we got a couple plugs real quick. Yeah, also, just plugging the Discord, you can jump in there and talk with us. It's Usually one of us is online at all times, if not both of us. Um, also, there's some great people in there that love to talk about a lot of things, including sports ball, which we'll find out about here in a bit. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Anyways, I'm going to, I'm dead serious. I'm going to go in, I'm going to cut that and I'm going to just blow it. So it like is maxing speakers out. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to do it again. So, but yes, but quick plugs. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at Twisted underscore Travelers on Twitter at Twisted Traveler, but the R at the end is a one. You can follow me on Instagram at Twisted Travelers, Chris and Jack. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Thrilling Moment. Make sure to hop in on the 1500 follower giveaway on Twitter if you haven't seen it already. You could right. you'll win. The winner gets a 16 by 20 print of Velocicoaster signed by me. You're also getting a lifetime download of This Is How We Roll, as well as some park maps and slags, and maybe a couple other things I haven't announced yet. But definitely stay tuned. Uh, that will This will come out on Wednesday morning. You have until Friday night at midnight central time to enter. That's when I'm going to compile the list. Winter probably won't get announced until next Monday, though, because I'm going camping this weekend. Join. Um, but yeah, so shouldn't be the longest episode in the world. We got a decent bit of news because we took, you know, the week off. 
ride of the week, a new little segment, listener questions, and Jack's going to talk a lot about Idaho. So let's get into it. There's not much to talk about. It's 95% potatoes. You didn't see one potato. You were there. (laughs) No, we didn't. And that's part of the... Uh, Anyways, let's get into news. So one of my babies, has reopened. Yes. Yeah, kicking it off. The Intamin drought might be ending for the... Not Toro's uh, still going to be gone for a while. Well, yeah, but, you know, they're starting to reopen. So there's hope. If one of them can reopen, they all can reopen. But yes, Skyrush reopened this past weekend to much avail. Thank God. Uh, That's about all you can say. I was really missing Skyrush, honestly. I was thinking this past week how much I missed it. It's like, it's so good. But now it's It's one of those things that's like, we're we're missing it, and we're not even going to go ride it soon. I'm just happy it's open for all the... People yeah. who have gone up there and missed out this year. It's it's back now. I definitely thought when I saw it was reopened, I definitely looked like how much to get to Hershey Park next weekend and go ride it. You've got enough plans, sir. I do. Um speaking of reopenings, Tatsu has reopened at Six Flags Magic Mountain. Uh another credit I missed that I need, but hey, glad it's open good for the people out in LA or Valencia. Hang time will be next. I don't even know if that's open or not anymore. It's just kind of there, I guess. I saw on Instagram story today that it was closed still. So they haven't said a word about that. That's kind of gone under the radar. If you didn't, I didn't even know it was closed until you told me it was closed. I didn't know it was closed until I went. So California people do better. Rip. Yeah. But Tatsu reopened. All right. Uh, Sticking well, going back to Hershey, Super Duper Looper is getting repainted. They've repainted part of the loop. I don't know if it's been repainted or if they've just sandblasted it and oh, yeah, primed whatever. it, but uh, it's definitely that's it's getting repainted. Um, that's what that is. Very minor thing, but nice little touch up, especially in that area of the park that's already like awesome. So, yeah, Hollow is an awesome section of the park. Yes, it is like probably the best section. Actually, yes, definitely. No, the best no, it is the best section. I would say it's one of the best sections in any park. Mm-hmm. Mainly because Skyrush is there, but <laughs> Great Bears Skyrush are really cool there, too. but also like Great Bears are a good drive, but just the way it interacts with the like whole area is awesome. And also, you want to mm-hmm. ride with the most curse support per ride. It's it's Great Bear. Yeah. Um. Also in Pennsylvania, Knobles. It's getting a Bayern curve. Have you ever ridden one of these? Maybe, maybe not. I don't think no you clue. would have. I think... Kennywood got rid of theirs. Yeah, I The only other park in the United States that has one is CGA. Oh, then no. Yeah, you... When you finally get on one, they're a treat. I loved CGA's. Uh, I've, I mean, I've heard pretty good things from the small amount I have, but Knobles adding more rides. Good for that small park that I love so much. I really want to go back there too. I miss Pennsylvania in general. Pennsylvania is a great state. But yeah, moving on. Got a few more quick things. White lightning is getting more track work. This time it's with the traditional wooden stack. I'll take it. Good for one of the rides here in my home state. Uh, could definitely use some work in some spots. So 
I'll take it. The double up and everything that follows. Please. If that thing could hold its speed, it would be great, mm-hmm. but it can't hold its speed. Because of the double up. Yeah. I'd love to get rid of the double up and put a second smaller hill there. There, problem solved. Yeah, I'd be cool with that too. Uh, they won't do that, but I'll take whatever track we're going to get. Uh, please do mind blower next. I don't know what y'all did to that thing, but it just. It's rough. Uh, okay, something that Jack wanted to make fun of. Golden Horse is coming to Europe. Go ahead. This just cracks me up that they think they could penetrate the European market because you've got B&M, Intamin, Mock, Vacoma. Like, you're not going to penetrate the European market. They're only coming to you, Europe you... to steal the other company stuff. Yeah, you're going to get, like, some small fair rides, maybe. But you're not going to beat the big parks. Energylandia has got, like, this exclusivity thing with Vacoma. They're going to build, like, 40 roller coasters. My dad's going to get to ride all of them. Um, I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, Golden Horse is coming to Europe, and that's hilarious to me. Just stick to China. Stick to making your knockoff SLCs and boomerangs and janky track work and transitions and leave the big toys for the Europeans to play with. There you go. There you Golden go. There's horses. my rant about Golden Horse. <laughs> attempting something. Who knows how it'll end up. They're uh, always attempting something. It usually just ends in disaster. Right. Uh, sure, Golden Horse, go off. Um, okay, something that uh, will give Jack PTSD is Steel Curtain is now closed for the remainder of 2021. Where I we wrote it. I never for... need to ride it again. Yeah, it's, uh, this, not this surprising. This is becoming like a for all too familiar thing. Like when I saw it was closed, I was chuckled. I was like, huh, this is just getting like a normal event yearly. now, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. The yearly steel curtain closure for the year. I, I'm, I'm definitely quoting one of my friends when I say, how is that a hard ride to make work? It's three blocks and a lift hill. Like it's as simple of a roller coaster as you get. S and S. It's just what they do. They overcomplicate it. Uh, but yeah, so something happened uh, i'm not surprised it's gonna be closed the again. seat belts are probably defective again of all things man of all things rip kennywood um hey but at least fandom's getting repainted yeah that's true i don't really think it needed one but go ahead um so Last two things, both involving launch coasters. Steel Typen out in Australia is now testing. This is the Blue Fire clone with the uh, swing launch and a spike swing on one launch end. And a spinning car on the back of one train. That, yes, that's true as well. I always forget that part. Uh, if you want some good construction photos and videos, go follow my man OZ Thrills on um, Instagram. He's done a great job of covering like the opening of it so i'll put his instagram link in the description tons of great pictures of the ride testing and construction so yes this ride does look really good i like the color scheme too um it reminds me a lot of copperhead's color scheme and copperhead like chews through my memory cards whenever i have a camera at carowinds so yeah it looks good and last thing uh surprise surprise pantheon is now officially 2022 i feel like we're a bit late on this uh but we had to yeah. mention it just so we could poke fun at C's one more time. Hey, 
Y'all are starting to get back on my good side if you actually open your eyes. So if Scott Ross is listening just now, I'll I'm waiting. I'll believe it when I see it. Until yeah, you that, send me a picture of you sitting on Iron Gwazi's break run. I don't want it in this nation. I want a picture of you on the break run. Then I will believe it is open. We'll see. I don't know what phone policy is going to be. But yeah. Just, I, I don't know. And here comes my froggy voice. Sorry, everyone. Um, but yeah, Pantheon is officially 2022. There you go. Maybe it'll actually open. So, ride of the week. Uh, we are doing Intimate Accelerators. Last week we did King to Ka. This week will be either Storm Runner, Top Throw Dragster, or Accelerator. Are we ready to spin the wheel? Spin the effects. wheel. Dun 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 dun. All right, and we're sticking with Stratus because we got Top Throw Dragster at Cedar Point. So basically, a repeat of last week, but better. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. I feel like we talked about this ride last week. <laughs> we, we did. We did Pretty talk much. about it a lot. I was kind of hoping it would come up later so we wouldn't have to like immediately talk about Dragster. So we'll just hit the highlights. Um, fair man, I don't rig the wheel. <clears throat> We've only done that a couple times that you know of. Um, <laughs> so Top Thrill Dragster, great color schemes, great trains. Uh, it is the original Strata that launch still kicks, but it's been, what, 18 years now since that ride opened, and it still is just insane. And it still doesn't work properly. And it still doesn't work properly. Um, it's a maintenance nightmare of a roller coaster, but I hope it never leaves Cedar Point because it is such an awesome experience. And it's become like a tradition for my dad and I. When we get to Cedar Point, we go to Dragster first. And we ride Dragster because that is our favorite ride to kick off Cedar Point with because it gets you going real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I agree with everything you said. The, the color scheme is great. The launch is definitely one of the best I have experienced. I really like the trains. They look great and they feel good. They're comfortable. Uh, I think the thing that I like most about this ride is the spiral down because you get whipped to the side, even though the launch is great. Uh, the setting is great. Obviously, you're on the peninsula. You go up. You look over all the water. Uh, and like I said, it's not far ahead of King to Ka for me, but it still is. It is definitely the better ride. It's just not a huge, huge difference for me. Uh, but yeah, I love it. It's my fourth favorite at Cedar Point and something that, you know, if it is open, I have to ride every single time, which luckily it has been for me each time I've gone. Um, but yeah, yeah I've I never mean, been able to, I've never gotten to see your point and not gotten to, gotten to ride Dragster. I've always had good luck with that ride. Right. We, I did surpri- have a dream <laughs> a couple weeks ago that we got a rollback on it. <laughs> one day, man, one day, one That's day it. we were in the front row and we just got to the top and it was just like, we just stopped and we just looked around and we looked at each other. And the next thing we know, we're back at the, uh, the Christmas trees. <laughs> Yeah, I, I hope I can get one one day. That'd be pretty cool. But uh, it's a great. I, I've always said, really just imagine Cedar Point, best business opportunity. Forget Gold Pass. Forget Fastlane Plus. First train of the day, sell two hundred bucks a seat and roll the train back on purpose. You would have people lining up out the wazoo for that. 
That's kind of a good idea, but I don't know how plausible that is. <laughs> there has uh, to be a way they can force it to roll back. I mean, probably, but like, I don't think it's supposed to do that. So <laughs> it's not supposed to do it. But just imagine you do you do send like five trains a morning. You sell seats for 150 bucks. What is that? That's others. Oh, okay, I'm gonna do quick math now because I'm curious. Uh, calculator. Okay, they've got five trains. Each of them holds 20 people. You sell each of those seats for $150. $15,000 off five trains of dragster. And throw in like a behind-the-scenes tour of it in the morning or something. Boom. Tony, are you listening? I mean, that'd be pretty That's more in Kings Island made off track slices. (laughs) And they made a lot of that. But uh, (laughs) according to my calculations, enough to pay for the entire ride. Like twice, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean that—that's a, a kind of good idea, but I don't think that would ever happen. Uh, no, it um, will never happen. But it's like I've always thought that would be like if you want to make money, here is your opportunity. Um, we're actually talking about Dragster. I mean, it, it's great. Uh, I know a lot of people have it as like their favorite at Cedar Point, but I—it really—I can, uh, I can. I love see it, it but it doesn't come close to the top three for me. I, I can see it, though. When you look at it, like, it is a one-trick pony, but it does its one trick really well, and if that's what you want, great. I can see it. I th- we're in the and same Val boat. Like, better be in your top five. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, no, I, but we're in the same boat. We both, I think, have the other three um, ahead of this. By, <laughs> I think... I think mine's by at least 15. I definitely have dragster ranked higher than you, but I think it's yeah. still by a margin it's of more 15, than 15. It's more coasters than 15. for me. It's like 30 um, for me. I think, I don't know where it's at. Honestly, I haven't looked at my rankings seriously in a minute. It's basically dragster is really good. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Right of the week. There we go. So next week will be either Stormrunner or Accelerator. Um, so now it's time for something a little new. This is the halftime report. So uh, I I don't think most of our listeners will be familiar to what this is like in reference to. Yeah, um, so we definitely need to explain what this is, and yeah. then we'll jump into it. So right. real quick background: we have a fantasy football league going on right now, and we were cool. like. Yeah, join the Discord. That's where you, uh, if you were in the Discord, the link went out a couple weeks ago and you could have joined. It's all filled up now. So maybe next season or when we get to March Madness, we'll probably do a bracket tournament or something. Um, so, yeah, this is basically it's like, oh, we have a podcast. So we're going to talk about the Fantasy League on the podcast. Right. Um, so this is what it's going to be for the remainder of the NFL season until our fantasy season is over. That's right. So we're just going to chat a little bit about it, look at scores. Uh, we record this on Monday night. As of right now, the Packers and Lions game is going on. So the the matchups are not over, but you can get a pretty decent idea of who's going to win, who's not. And we're just going to kind of talk about big performances, what went down. Also, da-na-na, I know a lot of people were expecting me to do sound effects, so. Yeah, there's been a kind of, yeah, there's the sound effect. Um, we are definitely real quick also talking about maybe moving when we record so we can make sure we've got up to date scores, but we'll right. get, we'll let you know about that if we make that decision. Mm-hmm. So 
Okay, let's get I into need to get the fantasy app up. <laughs> so starting off, we'll, we'll start off with my matchup because I'm on the ESPN website, and uh, that's just the order it's in for me. So I uh, am playing Perry, who per- Perry's in our Discord. He's friends with TDR as well. He joined the league, and here we go. Me versus Perry this week. We are both 0-1 at the moment. I lost last week. Very close game. Um, it was. So right Should now, we start with week one? If you want. We, probably should, we should probably recap week one. All right, week one recap. So I played uh, the Renegade Rockets, which is your dad's team, right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, I lost by three points. I had Tom Brady and Travis Kelsey both had big performances for me. Uh, Julio Jones. Really close game. Yeah. Julio Jones. Tough game. Didn't put up. If you follow fantasy, you know, he was a big disappointment. Sadly, I started him over Antonio Brown, which pretty much cost me it. And Josh Jacobs getting hurt, being on a carry limit. I probably would have won, honestly, if Josh Jacobs wasn't hurt. But that's all right. I mean, your dad had Adam Thielen and Jalen Hurts go off. Uh, Adam Thielen's a touchdown machine. So let's just acknowledge the fact that my dad was definitely like auto drafted the his entire team too. So he got pretty lucky with it. Yeah, I mean Thielen Thielen's great. He really did have a big game. Um, and then moving on, we had a battle of the spouses because we had Nashville hot chicks versus the. City Rockets, uh, our friends Allison and Steven. Right. Allison wiped the floor. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So Allison had Kyler Murray and Debo Samuel, which both both of them had crazy weeks last week. And Debo had another great week this week, which we'll get to in a second. Um, Steven had Nick Chubb, who did great, as usual. And then Devontae Smith had a bigger week than usual. Josh Allen, kind of a letdown for him at quarterback. Uh, So, yeah, Allison really did wipe the floor with him. Yeah, it was uh, right. Like watching the score updates coming out, I was like, "Oh, this is oh, oh yeah, this is going." I mean, um, Kyle okay. so did Debo. So yeah, let's hit up. Uh, which one? Who do we want to do next? Uh, I'm. I'll just go in order of mine. Okay. So we had Perry versus uh, my dad, the sexy winner team versus Universal Velocity Legends. <laughs> um, my dad came this out with the win a, and a pretty close. This one, one was also pretty close. Yeah. That's right. My dad to 145, roughly. Yeah, I will say my dad's team is pretty solid. He had Mahomes, Hopkins, and Godwin, who all did well. And then Perry had Tyreek Hill, Perry, and then some down performances overall. I haven't even looked at your dad's team until now, but yeah, that top three is pretty good. good. (laughs) He's got a good team for sure. Let me actually go back because I know he has good running backs too. Yeah, he also has Derrick Henry and David Montgomery. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So. And Kyle Pitts, who we'll see. Uh, but yeah, close one. But my dad did pull it out on top thanks to his receiving core, basically. Derrick Henry had a tough week last week, too, and he still was able to win. Um, next matchup was Denver Blue Moons versus Mac Rides. That's uh, Grant versus the newlywed. Yes, Bryant versus Grant. Grant! <laughs> tough one for him. Uh, yeah. So he has... Tannehill at quarterback, or he started Tannehill last week, uh, and the Titans just overall did not have a good game. And then he had Zeke Elliott no. playing against the best run defense. He had Devontae Adams, Justin Jefferson, all down weeks. While Bryant had Darren Waller and CeeDee Lamb both go off, and Alvin Kamara just does his thing every week, uh, except for this week. But yeah, Bryant was able to come out with the win in that one. Mm-hmm. I'm mad and then the the uh, biggest um, deficit. <laughs> 
You better clarify this, boy. Yeah, well, no, we're, we're going to talk about that. Um, was marketing the interns versus the Cleveland Spiders, myself versus Mr. Marcus Johnson. Um, I think it's safe to say I flattened him with a steamroller for yep. about a week. Yep. And Why then, is that? Yes, Why because Chris helped pick my team, and also I had first draft or first round yes. pick, so Jack I literally helped. was like, "I'll just take all of the good ones." And then I wasn't even free to do the draft, so Chris definitely signed into my account and did the draft for That's me. Right. So yeah, I got him a god squad of Justin Herbert, McCaffrey, Joe Mixon, DK, Amari Cooper, TJ Hawkinson, and James Robinson, which. Last week, which basically means points, 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 yes. points. If you're doing your math at home, Amari Cooper had a 40 point game. McCaffrey is always one of the best running backs. Mixon had one of his best weeks. Hawkinson mm-hmm. dropped 26. Yeah. Uh, well, Marcus had Cooper Cup, and that was about it. So, yeah, um, yeah, I get a text about once every other day. It's like you're welcome for your God Squad, by the way. You're what? You are welcome, buddy. <laughs> you wouldn't have won without me. I, no, I, dude, I got have. you such a good team. <laughs> I told you, if I win this thing, you're getting half the credit. Hey, that's all good. But that was week one. Um, so Switching over to week two. Yeah, going into week two, we've had me versus Perry, both 0-1 teams looking to bounce back. As of right now, well, okay, it's basically guaranteed as long as Aaron Jones doesn't somehow get negative points. Uh, I won. I had Tom Brady, who went off this week, five touchdowns, Travis Kelsey, Aaron Jones already right now, as he's playing, has 24 points. Thank you, Aaron. Um, and then Keenan Allen had a pretty solid week. Julio definitely bounced back. Well, uh, I have some injuries, but I was able to pull out the win anyway. So that's solid. Perry had Lamar Jackson and Mike Evans. And James White had a surprisingly good week as well. I wasn't expecting that. But I was able to pull out the win pretty handily. Um, there we go. And then we also have Denver Blue Moons versus Viridian City Rockets, which is Steven versus Grant. Grant right now is in the lead. Andy has one currently playing, so Grant does get the Grant's win there. Got the uh, win there. Yes, Tyler Lockett has been playing great. That's his big thing. Uh, Steven has Ridley, who played pretty well. Chubb had an all right week. But uh, Grant going to improve to 1-1 one one as well. Steven going to drop to 0-2 down there with Perry. <laughs> One of y'all might get punished. We'll see. It's too early to say, but have we told? Oh, yeah, we need to mention that real quick. There is a punishment for the That's loser of our yet, fantasy but... league. We haven't picked it yet, but it's going to be brutal if we go with the one we're thinking about. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll we'll see. <laughs> we we haven't actually really decided, wa- but we've got some I ideas. I really want it to be Marcus. <laughs> I. I don't know if he'll go down easily with that since his was auto-drafted because we moved the time back for him and he didn't show up anyway. Uh, but anyways. Who's next on the list? That is you versus Allison. Battle of yeah, one and no teams. It is pretty much over. Um, I still have one in play. Who is in play right now? Um, I think it's, it's Hawkinson. And he's very good, but... Uh, He's not going to be good enough. Yeah. No, so it is currently 140 to 113. Um, So it would literally take like, 
miracles happening for me to pull out the win. So congrats, Allison, on this week's win. I'm not worried at all, though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, Allison, Allison has Kyler and Terry McLaurin and Debo still had a good week. Uh, well, you still yeah. had McCaffrey, so just wasn't enough. Yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a good, good, good hard battle. But in the end, she ran away with it by a decent margin. Mm-hmm. Um, our next matchup is one that probably can tell who's going to win it, but it's still very close. And that is uh, your dad, Renegade Rockets versus Bryant, which is Mock Rides. Yeah, um, it is extremely close right now, but Bryant still has someone in play, and he's projected to get enough points. Bryant but has it's Aaron Rodgers, so so anything could happen. Yes, but it's Aaron Rodgers in the second quarter. It's also Bryant Aaron should Rogers win in the second quarter. So yes, he should win unless again something crazy happens in this game. But That's right. Bryant looking like he'll get the win there. Mm-hmm. And the last game, another one that. I think genuinely, I cannot tell who is going to win right now because it's no, only in the, the second quarter. It's only in the second quarter, and then the projections are so close, like, this could go either way. Right, and that is Marcus versus my dad. So my dad is currently, like, he's done. His team is done. He had Derrick Henry, who dropped 50, uh, and then Mahomes, Chris Godwin, all had good weeks. Marcus had Cooper Cup, and Marcus right now has DeAndre Swift in play while down by nine. So this one, you cannot tell at all. Uh, no, this one, we won't know until we wake up in the morning or well, we'll know later tonight, but yeah, it's going to be really close, but we'll see. So that is pretty much fantasy recap for the week. Uh, we can update who won that game next week, but yeah, this is something we're going to try out. Just, you know, something fun doing with some of our friends. And if you want to follow that- along live, join the discord. Yeah, also, and then if this is a success and enough of you want in next year, we will do more. We will definitely try to do another league. That's right. Um, also, March Madness, probably. But yeah, yeah. Mar- March Madness will probably happen. That one we can definitely... See, that, the best thing about March Madness is you can do as many people as you want. Um, right. Fantasy, there is kind of a limit. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that was the halftime report. So... Well, with that, we're going to jump in to listener questions. The part you all care about. Yeah, this is, they probably all just to like skip forward to this. Yeah. Listen to this definitely. part in, in the show, which is the exact reason I don't put like, because some podcasts will put like breakdowns in their description of like, jump to this if you want to hear this. No, I don't put that there because I want you to listen to the whole show. Right. But I mean, they, they, they figure it out. They're smart people. They, they, yes, they know. They, they have. Yeah. Um, so let's get into it. First question from Mikhail. What other coasters apart from stunt pilot are there that use only two colors for the supports track and trains and it works well? Hmm. I'm going to leave this to you mainly because you, you pay attention to train color and all that more than me. Yeah, it's kind of part of what I do. Um, I'm going to throw one out there, and I want your opinion on if this counts or not. Orion, because the trains are blue, the track is blue, and the supports are gray, white, and the trains have, like, white accents. I know there's different color trains, so, yeah, it would depend on the train you pick. Yeah, I'd say that counts. I think that one is up there. 
the problem is, like, you mentioned Stump Pilot, which is the best example of it, and I definitely have enough pictures of it now to last me a lifetime. Um, but there aren't that many others. Um, Hulk, I'm literally just scrolling through my pictures right now. Hulk has the same track and trains and then great support, so I guess Hulk. Um, no, no. Uh, Skyrush, blue track. And, or no, sorry, blue trains, blue supports, yellow track. There's another one that would work. Um, I guess you could definitely, you could technically say wildfire at Silver Dollar City because brown track, brown trains, and then a different color brown support. Mm-hmm. Those are some of the big ones that are going to pop to mind. Um, Phantom's Revenge and it's a or in its current color scheme, so the green train, green track, black supports, stuff like that. But I'll definitely like if I'm going to pick one that's not st- Stunt Pilot, it's Orion because Orion is a very, very pretty ride. But Stunt Pilot is definitely the prettiest of them all. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean. I don't know. <laughs> As I say, is there anything you can think of that I'm missing? Thinking. Because, the, like, I'm just going to, while you think, the problem is there's so many rides that, like, their trains are multicolored or they look cool or they've got, like, things that make it not, like, match the track. Um, uh-huh. Um, I'm just looking around my room for any ideas. Uh, you could argue Velocicoaster, Black Track, and Supports in the Gray Train. Yeah. Um, but that I mean, it's a. It's a I mean, Millennium Force is Blue Train, I guess, but. Yeah. Yeah, there's not a ton of pinpoint examples, but yeah, there's a couple. But yeah, I think if you want the one that does it the best, it's Stump Pilot. Behind that, I'd say Orion, maybe Hulk. Yeah. So. Um. Okay. Well. There you go. Yeah. That's a couple so, examples. Yeah. Next question is: What roller coaster has the best view? And this is from Bryant. I want I want to hear your answer to this for uh, first before I give my oh. ramble list. <sighs> I mean, dragster when you get to the top is great. We were just talking about that. Shout out X2 because mm-hmm. of the way you're facing. That one was on my list Looking as well. Over the whole park. Especially if you do uh, it at sunset. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. What are some others? What are some others? Uh, oh, Ravine Flyer 2 is fantastic because, you know, lake uh yeah. you can name most of the things at cedar point for that as well though millennium um, will probably take the cake though if you're gonna pick one at cedar point yeah but the thing about ravine flyers it's pointed like straight at it and mm-hmm. when you crest it's just whole horizon while millennium you're kind of to the side i mean yeah. you can still see it when you get to the top but um that's probably what i'd say if i can think of another i'll say it but Okay, yeah. so rambling list time. Uh, anything at Silverwood. I know why he asked this question. 
anything at Silverwood is on this list because the views from the lift hills and the rides are insane. Um, Millennium Force definitely gets a mention. Uh, I'm going to throw X2 definitely gets a mention. Santa Cruz, um, Big Dipper, Giant Dipper, whatever the heck it's called, gets a mention. Um, I love Iron Rattler's lift lift hill. You get to the top of that, you get to the view, and you've just got the whole like you've got the quarry in front of you is awesome. Uh, yeah. Other rides, um, Wild Eagle, going up that lift hill and having the mountains off on your left is insane. Um, other lift hills that have a great view. Uh. Okay, this one doesn't really have a view, but it's a lift. It's like a ride that's got a cool like aspect while you're on it. If you ever get the chance to ride the beast at night, as you're coming into the second lift hill and the lights are on at the top, it looks like there's a monster that's about to eat you, and it's one of my favorite things ever. Um, I love that. And those are I can keep rambling about rides with a great view, but those are probably my favorites. Can't wait to ride Wildfire, though. Cool morning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's going to be a good one. And when Defiance or, opens. Defiance will, you know, top that list pretty darn quick. Probably. Yeah. Oh, um, Hair Razor. Oh, yeah. I forget about that ride, even though we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. Um, There's a couple we got to get on, but. Yeah. As far as I what I've done, what... I'd probably say X2 or Ravine Flyer is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Picking a favorite. Uh... I mean, you don't have to. I just I'm did. I'm going to go Tremors. Okay. Can't wait till that conversation. It's uh, going to be a conversation. Next question from Klaus. What coaster model would you like to see as a dueling coaster? And he also says each side can be a different model, but from the same manufacturer... Um, so like the Intamin inverted launch coaster and the Blitz the duel over in China. Huh. Racing Voyage. Heck yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Well, moving on. <laughs> you pretty much got it. Um, no, I think, huh. I think after riding Velocicoaster, I really want to ride the Dueling Dragons Intamin ride because I want to know what it'd be like to do like a stall and have another ride right underneath you. So can I have like a Dueling New Gen Intamin like launch coaster? Well, sir, do I have news for you? Because coming to my home state of Florida at Epic Universe will be Dueling Intamin Blitzes. Yeah. Okay, at least that's what want, it looks just, like. I just want I want to put this image in your head. I want you to imagine a Mosasaurus roll with another train right underneath you. Or they just intertwine with each other. Or they intertwine with each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it, it'll be pretty cool if that's what we get. If there, if there is a singular element on a roller coaster that could convince me to fly anywhere at the drop of a hat, it is that element. Yeah. I think dueling extreme spinners would be pretty cool now that we're talking about Ooh. this. 
Okay, but just imagine they like just get so confused. twisting around each other while they're. Sp- oh, this would be. You could come, um, like you could come up with a messed up ride, and then you could theme it to something messed up too, because the whole thing would just be the minted. Could you imagine like if you took Smiler but put two of them, and then made they're it pretty spin. much? It already feels like they're. <laughs> <laughs> I think you might have just invented the ride that would make me puke. That would make Bryant puke. He, he, Bryant would hate that, I feel like. Bryant, just imagine like smilers that spin your dream ride. Just imagine like you're spinning through some of those elements on Smiler. All towers get to work. Uh, dueling being and would, would, would do be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's just all let's just throw the pipe dream out there. Can we get the B and M like floorless on top and the invert on bottom? They're just like cool. yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, we all tried it in RCT three. There, there's there, we can admit that. Name about anything, and it would probably be pretty cool dueling as long as it's not like a Zamperla Valet or SLC or something. We're building T four, and it's gonna duel T three. T eight. It's T four, nice. Uh, but yeah, there's a bunch of good options for that. It's a good question. Um, next, this is specifically for Jack. This is from Ash. Uh, when are we going to Dollywood, and why haven't we gone yet? Um, Ash, it's because I'm a busy college student. Imagine. Um, like imagine having to do homework and like other stuff. But no, we'll go to Dollywood at some point this year. If it makes you feel any better, I haven't been in like two months. My dad hasn't been since April, so we really haven't been going that much. Um, but yes, I will. We'll, we'll get something, and also we'll get dinner the next time I'm back in Knoxville. So, yeah, this question ain't for me. Uh, <laughs> I have nothing. I to went add. to high school with them, so. Yes. Mm-hmm. Last two questions, both from Joey. Uh, what is your favorite piece of music played at a theme park for the first one? Uh, time Traveler, all the the blue southern grass. renditions of different songs. Yeah. Um, oof. Ready to Go by Republica is up there. Um, yeah. <laughs> the Millennium Force seems <laughs> that is good. Um, Together You and I by Dolly Parton. Uh, which is what they close Dollywood with every night. I love that song. But then let's just say it. Favorite piece of music played to the theme park. I haven't been there yet, but I can tell you what it is. It's the Helix soundtrack. Helix. Yep. Knew that was coming. Am I oh, wrong? That ride, man. I'm ready. Am I wrong? No. So, yeah. But, I mean, I think mine is that I've actually, you know, been to is definitely the time traveler one. Um and last his question. answer for where he oh. hasn't been is the Helix soundtrack. I can just fill that in yes. for you. Yeah. Uh, also from Joey, what coaster is the largest change in ride experience from day to night? There is one singular answer to this. The beast, the best since 1979, but only at night. I haven't done that. Um, sadly, I don't. I honestly don't know because. Okay, well, <sighs> I don't know. You haven't ridden a ton of roller coasters at night. No, I, I've ridden a good amount of my favorites at night. But the thing is, I don't, like at, for night rides, I only ride my favorites, which as far as the big difference, 
it's hard. You can't really. I don't know. Can't don't really have one. I don't think. Because I mean, if I'm already riding rides that are my favorites during the day. Yeah, that's fair. You see what I'm saying? And that's fair. Like, so the reason I say the beast is, and I've gotten to the point now where I just don't ride that ride. If it's like during the day, I will pretty much only ride that ride at night because I know it's the best way to experience it. Um, I'm trying to think of other no- Outlaw Run was like a religious experience at night. Like it was great by day, but it completely just did things I didn't think were like possible at night. Like being pitch black and having no clue where we were. So that was something, but. I, I think it's you're also making a valid point, so it's like you don't ride it's like if I'm gonna go for a night ride at Dollywood, am I gonna ride Fire Chaser or Lightning Rod? Okay. I've actually got a kind of answer of something that we have ridden at night that during the day is whatever, but at night was a lot more fun than I expected. That we We. Carolina Gold Rusher. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> That's great at night because all the near misses and the tunnels at the end. You go ride with that kid. I'm riding with this one. Not even that. Just the night ride itself was great. No, the night ride itself was great, but I will never stop laughing at that. <laughs> I, I do want to give you an answer with a good coaster, though. I'm not going to say it makes a huge difference because it's great no matter what, but Maverick at night is incredible. Oh, yeah. Uh, We've talked enough about hitting that second launch at night and just seeing the green lights in front of you. Yeah, Maverick at night is Mm -hmm. Um, So that's what I'll say. And that was it for questions. Once again, Discord, link in description. Go join. Give us questions for next week. And now Jack gets to talk about Idaho. I'll see you in a a bit, Chris. (laughs) Y'all. Um, okay, so for those of you who were unaware, I went to Idaho to go see the premiere of This Is How We Roll at Silverwood and go to Silverwood and do some other fun stuff. So that's where all this started. Um, so I flew out a couple Thursdays ago. I flew out on Thursday, September 9th, got in at roughly midnight, and Mr. Bryant Olive. I'm going to butcher his last name because I'm tired. Oliveira <laughs> picked me up at the airport in lovely Spokane, Washington. And we raced Matt and Gabby, who were also flying in. That's so helpful. Thank you. Um, <laughs> we raced Matt and Gabby, who also flew out for this event from Spokane to the Airbnb. Uh, got to the Airbnb, and the party started immediately. Um, so we were out there. So, of course, I'm just going to run through the list of people that I can remember off the top of my head. There were about 20 of us. Just for the update, folks, he actually has left. Um, and I'm, let's see, who all was out there? So it was myself, Bryant, Matt, Gabby, Taylor, Sarah, Scott, uh, Johan, uh, the park. Bro- oh, yes, Park Bros. I almost said the wrong one. Um, Sarah's mom, Taylor's mom, and some people that worked on the dock originally with Taylor at his university, and a couple other people. I'm oh Alec, Matt, uh, a couple of other people. I'm so sorry if I'm forgetting you. How dare you? It's been two weeks. Yeah, I know. Uh, so yeah, we got out there. Parties going. 
we got the cops called on us. Lit. <laughs> We're all out on the back deck having a very good time, and the three police officers show up. And they're like, yeah, we got a noise complaint. It's 3 a.m. And we're all like, oh, well, this guy directed the documentary. So that counts for something. Right. And you know what? They were they stood there for 20 minutes and talked to Taylor about the documentary and then just left without doing anything. So Jack wouldn't stop talking about lightning rods. So they got the noise complaint. <laughs> I, I don't think lightning. Well, no, it definitely did come up. Um, so, yeah, then around like 4 a.m. Let me Pacific guess. You were telling we- Fred Grubb about how it was built. No. Oh yeah, did you know that RMC did this and then it had this issue? Did you know that, Fred? Did you know that? I need to tell you about it, Fred. I guess you... So I did meet Fred Grubb, since Chris is gonna just bring that up. Uh, but we'll get to that. So yeah, he we really got did. up the next... I really did. I got my picture with him. I got his autograph oh, on no, a piece really of old Oh no, you really did tell track. him about Lightning Rock. No, I didn't. Mm. Okay, we'll get to the Fred Grubb part in a minute. Give me a give me a second. Um, so yeah, we woke up the next morning and we went actually to RMC and uh, Jake and Amy took us on a tour of the RMC facility. We started out in the original shop where they built New Texas Giant, which I kid you not, is like the size of my living room. Like they built New Texas Giant in a room the size of like my living room um and yeah but seeing so they were while we were in there we seen i got to see the trains for the atlanta rmc being built i'm just gonna throw this out there because i don't think anyone else has that rendering we saw with the five car long trains that was complete bs they're six car long trains um no breaking news I, folks there you go Make i got sure the picture with all six of them <laughs> Um, and then we got we watched them make they were making anti rollbacks for the trains while we were in there specifically. So got to see the ARBs for the Fun Spot RMC. Then they took us through the office. We all got our pictures in front of the uh, the sign that everyone that goes to RMC gets their picture in front of. And then from there we split off into two groups. And my group went we went over and we saw the paint shop and we saw some yellow track for a park that I have no clue where it's going to. It's not um, like it's on site or anything. Not like it's on site or anything. We yeah, I saw some yellow track. It looked cool. And then from there we headed into the main shop, the track shop, which is where pretty much every ride since 2014's come out of. Uh and while we were in there, they were making iBox track for the Fun Spot RMC, and so we definitely touched and took pictures and all of that. I know what track sections we saw being made, and I know where they're going on the rides, so that'll be cool. And I actually get to go ride it, and it's like, oh, I sat on that piece of track while it was being made. Um, and we saw all of that, and then we also got to see that they were working on the lift truss while we were in there. For all of the nerds that want it, I've got a picture of the full technical readouts of an RMC truss lift system. If you want them, you can DM me. Um, also saw some blueprints for a ride with some yellow track that I have absolutely no clue where it's going, even though it's set on the blueprints. Um, no idea. I took a. Jake just looked at it was like, you can take a picture of it if you want. I'm like, okay. And then we went from there over to the train shop where they do like the final assembly on the trains. And right now in there, they've got 
uh, restraints for a second gen raptor with yellow track going into an undisclosed park. Um, <laughs> and then the other thing they had in there was CGA has sent back the red train of Railblazer and RMC is just refurbing it there rather than CGA doing it themselves. And so I got to do something I never thought I would get to do. They let me hold a full wheel assembly off of Railblazer. It was 60, 70 pounds. It was very, very awkward to get off the ground. It was very hard to maintain a grip on because it was super oily. But I got the picture of me holding an RMC wheel assembly. Yeah, that was uh, that Did was. Did you something. tell them to change the restraints? We'll get to that. Did you tell them to change the restraints? It's a I yes didn't. No question. I did not tell them. You failed me. Get... The one thing I wanted you to do the whole trip, and you couldn't even do it. Oh, my god! What do you want me to do? Walk up and be like, hey, Fred, love your rides, but your restraints are hot garbage. Exactly. I have I hold on. I have something to send you, and I want you. We're gonna we're gonna send this. I'm gonna send this to you so I can get your reaction to it on the show. Just so everybody knows, I'm kidding. Hold on. Where is it? Here it is. My camera's gonna go away since I'm using my phone, but. This we we we're walking around the shop and we see this on the wall, and we all busted out laughing. Oh, it's the iron glossy thing. Um, no, it's not. I mean, kind of true. It's not wrong. They just have this posted on one of their doors, so it's kind of true. Yeah, and then so we saw the railblazer train so crazily this is what's hilarious to me they let me pick up the wheel assembly but we weren't allowed to touch the fiberglass like atv like lead cars decal thing they wouldn't yeah. let us touch that but they let me pick up a wheel assembly which cracks me up sure, um, why not? i'm sure apparently... the fiberglass front would be easier to break than the steel well and... that and apparently it's more expensive than a wheel assembly probably so uh and then yeah that was pretty much the rmc tour we got some pictures with everyone um and we headed out for lunch we went to a place called sweeto burrito it was uh sweeto burrito that's about all i gotta say on that um let me and guess then you don't eat burritos i did actually have a burrito so thank you very much um do you have pizza no wow Imagine not going to Idaho and having traditional Idaho pizza with potatoes on it. I don't even know if that's a thing. I made that up. <laughs> Idaho, it probably is a thing. Let's be honest. Um, and then from there, the group split up. So Bryant and the Coasties and Brews fam went to a brewery. Um, some people went back to the Airbnb to get some rest. I went with Sarah and Taylor up to Silverwood, and we set up for the dock premiere. Okay, so we had Silverwood pretty much to ourselves, which was hilarious. And we had the theater to ourselves, which was hilarious. Um, and we found their sound machine. Okay. So we, we played with the sound machine for a solid 10 minutes. Um, and yeah, we definitely we set up for the dock, and then we raced back to the Airbnb to change. And then we headed right back to Silverwood for the premiere. Um, so And then we got to the premiere. 
And this is when it really like kicked in because I think Bryant came running into the room because Sarah Taylor and I are standing around doing like a couple final like discussions like, okay, here's what we want to get filmed and pictures of and everything. And Bryant comes running in and he's like, Fred's here. And Sarah and Taylor just take off to go see him. And I'm following him. I've got two cameras in my hands. Um, and so I introduced myself to Fred Grubb and I forgot to tell him my name. I completely spaced out. I was like, it's nice to meet you. It's like completely spaced out. I walked up to Taylor after. I was like, I definitely just introduced myself to Fred Grubb, but forgot to introduce myself. That's that's what happens. So, but Fred's an awesome dude, uh, great guy. His family is amazing, and everyone at the premiere was so friendly. Um, everyone I met, everyone I talked to was so nice. They were so passionate about RMC. It was an amazing atmosphere. Uh, if you look in the pictures you from that night, you won't find me in pretty much any of them because I took all of them. Uh, but it was a privilege to get to take all the pictures for the premiere. Um, and then also helped film that lovely video that Taylor put up. I filmed like 90% of that. So that was great. Um, and then from there, we sat down for the premiere. Uh, Amy said a few words. Fred stood up and announced he's retiring. Threw us all off guard. Not even Sarah Taylor or Scott knew about that. And he just full on announced he was retiring on stage. Um, you stole all the thunder. Yeah. And then the premiere happened and the documentary is phenomenal. Like I've seen, I saw a rough cut of it about a year ago. I've seen a couple of, I've seen it in bits and pieces, but to sit down and see the entire thing straight through, it's incredible. Like you walk into this thing, like a lot of people are going to walk in. It's like, Oh, I love RMC for the rides. I love steel vengeance. I love lightning rod. I love Zodra. I love all of these rides that they've built. You're going to walk out of it, loving the people. Cause you like it, it introduces you to Fred and it introduces you to Amy and it introduces you to Jake and it introduces you to this whole RMC family that makes these rides that we love happen. And they pour their heart and soul into it and they don't like stand down for anything and they take pride in their work. And that's what the story is about. It's like, that's how they roll. Like I'm definitely going to be punny there and say that that's how it, that's how they work as a company. And to be in the room with all of them was phenomenal. I, I wish other people would get to experience that because some of the funniest things from the entire doc were made even funnier because the people that were making the jokes in the dock were in the room <clears throat> throwing up. They were heckling the doc as it was playing. It was hilarious. And we're all like, there were moments we were all laughing. I definitely cried a couple times because it was that good. And then the credits, the credits blew my mind. I knew what they were going to be and they blew my mind. Um, and Johan nailed it with the song. You all heard it in the trailer. The full version's even better. The whole documentary is just fantastic. I cannot recommend it enough that you find a way to watch it. Whether it be renting it for a night, buying it, or going to one of the premieres they're having in Cincinnati or Orlando, you need to see it. Like It is phenomenal. I'm just going to throw it out there now. We're definitely going to be having Sarah Scott and Taylor on at some point in the near future to talk about the doc. And for during that episode, 
I'm giving away another copy of it, so make sure you listen to that episode. Um, so there's a chance to win it this week, and there's a chance to win it when that episode comes out, so make sure you're sticking around for that. But yeah, after the documentary premiere, the people at Silverwood, which also, amazing people at Silverwood, I got to meet the owner of the park, and they are super nice. They were like, yeah, let's go ride Stunt Pilot. So they opened Stunt Pilot up for us at night. And I only rode Stunt Pilot twice on the trip out there, and it was both of them at night, both of them in row eight. I never got to do the back car, but eh, what if? Um, phenomenal ride. I think I like it more than the original two because it was more comfortable. And talking about the restraints, I didn't feel those like things that go into your leg on this like and i remember feeling them on jersey oh, devil they didn't bother me that much but they they didn't bother me on jersey devil but they were there i don't they i didn't feel them on stunt pilot i'll get to it eventually and you'll hear so, the verdict <laughs> well it is a great ride um i really liked it it's super pretty if you haven't paid attention to my twitter or instagram i took a lot of pictures of it like 2000 ish um phenomenal phenomenal ride um also that reminds me i need to email people because i definitely took pictures for fred grubb's family that night i took a family portrait of them and i haven't sent it to them yet so <laughs> amy if for some reason you're listening to this thing i'm sorry amy <laughs> you are on. listening to this thing come i'm sorry <laughs> um yeah and so that was the documentary premiere so fantastic event taylor thank you so much for inviting me out for that um also first person to figure out what shots what part of the documentary i filmed there's three or four shots in there that i filmed first person to figure it out gets a shout out on twitter and instagram so good luck um and then the next day was silverwood so we got up to silverwood got in the park huge thanks to the park for setting us up with some a sweet deal for the premiere um and we went in and I made a mad dash for trimmers. <laughs> it's like, I need me some CCI. And boy, did it deliver. This CCI is something special. It's got the best airtime pops of any CCI. It's got some of the best laterals. They're not going to touch legend laterals. But when you're looking at overall com combination of the lats and the airtime, this ride does it best. Um... And then also we got to talk about it's the Frankenstein of a roller coaster because you've got a traditional stack, a topper track, and the new 208 track. Um, and you can't tell what type of track you're on at all. The only thing that would give it away is the sound. So because it starts out you're on a traditional stack and then you hit the new 208 and the first like massive helix lat section. And you expect to hit it and it's super, like you know you're hitting it. Um, because you can hear the sound switch, but it's, it's super smooth. Like it runs smooth, but it feels like a wooden roller coaster. You still, like, the tr tolerances aren't tight. So the train still shakes. So it still has got like that wooden coaster characteristic to it, but it's glass smooth. I am a huge fan of the 208 track. I want a lot of roll. Like I've already got a list in my head. like, okay, what sections of rides could benefit from this? And the list is getting longer every time I think about one roller coasters. Um, 
And the other thing is you cannot tell like when you leave. If the track work is done right, you can't tell like when you leave the 208 track or when you get on it, except for the sounds. Um, and then the topper track is topper track. We know how it rides. It runs great. But great pops of airtime, great setting, just overall. The only downside to the ride is it is a one train roller coaster, although they are working on getting a second train, apparently. Um, and that's the same situation with Timber Terrace, too, but we'll get to that in a second. So overall, Tremors, great. It might be my new favorite CCI. Um, yeah, so, and then Timber Terror, it's like almost like a mini Shivering Timbers, out and back, airtime fun ride it's it's good nothing crazy to write home about but fun great setting there right along the interstate um and then again just touching i hit on stump pile again because i took more took picture i took pictures of it all day it is a gorgeous ride there are so many angles to shoot that thing from it's ridiculous how many angles there are to shoot it from corkscrew i loved corkscrew it runs just like michigan's adventures does um i rode in the magic row so great ride i was super happy to get on that piece of history so that was awesome um also some great views from its station that's where i got some of the angles of stump pilot that no one else has gotten yet um and then it was time for the credit running i did the world's first fbf visa really yeah i didn't know that well, why would I know it was, that? It's SPF visa. I don't care. It was. I I didn't know it until I talking to someone else, and they're like, "Yeah, that was the first SPF visa." I was like, "Oh, it was an SPF visa. That was great." I rode with a little kid who's like eight years old. I guess it's not that little, but he wanted to spend the entire day with me. After that, I was like, "Oh, what have I done?" <laughs> it's like I could use you. It's like this is not like I can get on there all the rides here. It's like, can you go to Kings Island with me real quick? Because I need a kiddie credit there and. Couple other places. I've got um, great pumpkin coaster. Boy, get on my level. I, I'm gonna get it one day. I die trying. I'm gonna get that credit. <sighs> um, and then Tiny Tooth. <laughs> Gabby's favorite. It's so, it's so funny. It's just, it's so funny. Um, I got lucky. I waited like two minutes for it, and then there was like a thirty minute line right after I got off. So that was great. But Tiny Tooth was fun. <laughs> Did I feel slightly stupid riding it? Yes. Was it worth it? Also, yes. Um, yeah, and then other than that, so Shockwave, Aftershock was closed due to the temperature, which is frustrating because we had at one point all of our phones lined up and all of our weather apps said it was over the required operating temperature and the park was just not going to run it. So we didn't get the ride Aftershock. Boo-hoo, I guess I have to go back to one of my new favorite parks. Um, it's yeah. just a boomerang, though. Apparently it's super good, though. <laughs> I mean, I've heard that, but still. So, yeah, but overall, Silverwood is a phenomenal park. It's never, bef like, before I went, would I have ever flown out there just for Silverwood? No. After having been there... Yeah, I would go back just for Silverwood in a heartbeat. I love the park. I love the setting. It was super pretty. It felt like a Hershen park. Like walking around, that's what it felt like. Other highlights were um, Spin Cycle, which was so cool. Like it, um, it was a, it's like a, I don't know who manufactures it. Um, 
going to look it up real quick. Um, seeing anyway, it's basically a 360 disco. Um, and it's it's not a house. I don't wait. I don't know. It's fun. That's basically basically. Oh, well, there you go. Um, so it's a 360 like disco spinner. Um, or like flip ride yeah but what makes it so cool is that you're facing out and just the mountains turning upside down and the right side up and watching the park turn upside down and right side up and it holds you up there so you get to enjoy it but it's not painful in any way um it was just a super unique experience it's probably my second favorite flat ride i've ever been on and yeah super super cool experience if you're at silverwood don't skip it uh don't skip it. It was worth the wait. Um, and other than that, I took a bunch of pictures and enjoyed the park and enjoyed hanging out with some people. Scott and I got up to some shenanigans I'll talk about later. Um, and that was our day at Silverwood. We went out to eat, looked at the uh, Lake Coeur d'Alene, which was very pretty. And then we uh, just hung out with everyone back at the Airbnb. And then I had a very early flight, so I didn't sleep at all. And came back got home crashed and got sick and here we are so that was my whirlwind trip to idaho for the this is how we roll premiere again thank you taylor sarah scott for having us rmc for hosting us silverwood for hosting us and to all of the people of idaho for putting up with us because we know we are obnoxious and loud and you could have kicked us out as you should have yeah, it probably would have been smart. Yep. Okay. I'll just throw some you stuff have out any, there. I was going to say, do you have any questions? Tremors being your favorite CCI, I'll believe it when I actually write it. I, I just can't. Uh, you know, everybody knows you and your takes. We'll see. Um, Stunt Pilot, also. Restraints, we'll find out. Uh, but yeah, Silverwood, no. I... I've heard good things about it, and I've heard even better things now. Uh, but it it's still not on the anytime soon list. Eventually, I'll get out there, but it definitely looks like a cool park, especially with Tremors and Timber Tear. Um, Me having already put it on the list to go back next summer. <laughs> you, sir, need to go to, like, Lagoon first. I think you'll love so that. Place. I'm using... See, it's on that same trip, and I'm going to go to Lagoon. But also... I'm just I'm just throwing it out there now. I'm going to blackmail my dad into taking me to Energylandia next summer. So, excuse me, sir. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. No. No. Yes. No, think, doofus. No. Think. I'll cut other crap out. No. We can talk about those later. Yeah, in like 10 minutes, because now I'm closing the show. Anyway, <laughs> thank y'all for listening. In 10 minutes, you mean like 30 seconds? Sure. All right. Thank y'all for listening. Uh, quick plugs. <laughs> I don't even know what's happening. At Twisted underscore Travelers on Instagram, at Twisted Travelers. The R at the end is a one on Twitter. At Twisted Travelers, Chris, if you want to follow me on Instagram, 
at Thrilling Moment for Jack. He doesn't even get to speak now. See y'all next week. Allison's book, Discord, links are in the description. Congrats, Congrats Brian, Brian, Megan. Megan, Jinx. See y'all. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Twisted Travelers Podcast.